were a lot of expectations from INEC. So much, you know, it brought in 9,518,188 new registrants, morphing the national voter register from over 84 million to over 93 million within one year. Now, the new prospective voters were mostly the youth and they expected the chairman of INEC, that is Professor Mahmoud Yakubu, to live up to his promise of delivering a free and fair election that improved on his predecessor, that is Professor Jega's performance in 2015. So after giving Nigerians high hopes and, you know, saying all sorts that it was going to conduct free, transparent and credible elections with the use of beavers. Now, if you don't know the meaning of beavers, beavers means bimodal voter accreditation system. And the electronic transmission of results for the 2023 general elections, the big question left on everybody's mind, you know, the big questions that everyone is asking is, did INEC fulfill this promise or did INEC fail to deliver on its promise of delivering a free and fair election? We'll be talking about this and more on this episode of the Spills and Thrills podcast, which starts now. Hello, comrades. You're welcome to another episode of the Spills and Thrills podcast. Uh, don't say I went MIA. I did not, actually. There was just a whole lot going on in Nigeria, you know, for my international audience, you know, because we have lots of international audience, you know. Uh, we did not go MIA. There was election. We had a presidential election and gubernatorial elections in Nigeria. You know, it took a whole lot and it was a lot. It was a lot to take in, you know, at the time. So we needed time to soak it in. And now that we have, we are ready to review everything that happened during the elections. Now, we'll not be reviewing every single thing that happened during the elections on this particular episode, but we'll be reviewing some of them. And doing this with me is a multimedia journalist and editor. His name is Volakale Javata. Hello. Hi. hi. <laughs> hi. Thank you for How are you? Very well. Um, so, um, did you vote? Actually, I did not vote. Hey, um, because what are our parties that no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, okay. I have, I have reasons for that. Oh, sure. You know, sure. I was, I was on the field with with a, a, a group of team, you hmm. know, trying to monitor the elections throughout both the gubernatorial elections and, and the, the presidential, presidential. election. Mm. So, so I can't. There is no way I can combine that to say that I want to vote. Mm. So. That was my reason for not voting in the last election. So Okay. But the places that you um covered, how was the election or how were the elections in these places? So let me give you a background to how election is conducted in Nigeria and for Please do. For, for a lot of people who don't have that the knowledge. true picture of what, what it lo- looks like mm. when, they, when they say the background the day before election mm. and even on the day of election. Please, we want so, to know. Um the, the INEC in this made use of core members, mm. which are to be the presiding officers and some other ad, ad hoc staff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they usually three in each polling unit. Okay. And they will be attached ahead um, who gives them resources like sensitive materials mm. and all they would need, you know, to carry out the exercise. So they are to be at the, um, you know, local government wards a night before the elections, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Which is so that they can, you know, swiftly move in the morning of the elections to their various locations, hmm. right? Mm. Um, you cannot be telling the core members to be coming, you know, on the day of the elections to come and be taking sensitive materials. So they provide be, rooms for them. So, so, so they have to provide rooms for them. Not, not actually rooms. So, and this is why I want to talk about the pictures, what it looks like, so that people can get um, the 
where the results, what, what happened on the day of election came from. Hmm. A lot of people don't know that. So um, they were supposed to provide them, like, you know, logistics, like bed, where they can sleep, running water, right? You know, somebody who slept a day before needs to clean up, needs to brush his or her teeth, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So all of these were included in INEC logistics, right? Mm. Which actually sum up to about 350 million. Hmm. Right, mm. billion. Sorry, billion, billion, billion era over three in in four years. So all of that was not there, right? You could say that, and that's that's why you have created an angle and a room for you know politicians to come in. It's just like a gap. Like I'm supposed to be comfortable to go to an election to go and you know as a presiding officer to monitor to coordinate, and I'm not taking my bath. I don't have where you did not provide a place for me to sleep, no nothing like mats, yes. right? So it was, you know, a condition of anyhowness, right? When you get to these most rare centers, and this this my experience is not based on one-time experience. It was also in 2019 I was there, right? Yes. You know, do you remember that you know, and the election was postponed it a was. day, a day, a day before, before. the election, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Where we had the same mood telling us that you know the election is not going to be holding again. So that was the actual process and all of the things that call members and other adults have go through. So when a politician now comes in, you know, gives you food, gives mm. you the necessities stuff that you like. I mean, it's it just basic human thinking and reactions which is you are in a state of needs and somebody okay let's just say you are stranded you don't have money you don't have any means to to get home and somebody just came through and said that okay let me let me let me give you a ride or let me list you are likely to get in so yes. this is where they give them money this is where they give them food you'll be seeing party agents you know you know walking around providing necessity for them that ought to be provided by, by the, the INEC, INEC, you know, mm. umpire, you know, supposed to supersede the election. So that was that was the picture and the process of what it looks like a day before the elections. Money, like in 2019, yes. you know, I was a presiding officer and, you know, money were brought in bags, cash, you know, we didn't have the issue of, you know, cash, cash scarcity at the cash time. Cash so, and all of that. Money were used to induce voters about 20, I mean, presiding of about 20, 10,000 were given to people, you know, who needed something, who needed food, who needed toothpaste. So before they proceeded to the election the next day, whether that is going to influence them or not, or not, I don't know because I don't have fact over it mm. to, to back that up. But you are likely to be subjected to say that you want to, you know, now listen to somebody who had, you know, provided... Taking you know, some sort of um, closure to you or some sort of, you know, little things that you needed that you need, at hmm. the time. So I, I feel like that should not be. That's not the first time. It happened in 2019. That repeated, you know, in, in, in this last concluded election. And it seems that, you know, we do more of talking, right? When we say that, yeah, this is what we're going to do. This is how the process is going to do. If you really have the picture of, what it looks like a day before elections, mm. it is not something we're calling. Do, do you think that these people report, because it's one thing for INEC to provide the money, 
It's another thing for the people in charge to disburse this money, you know, accordingly to people that need, you know, this money. For instance, now this money is for logistics. They would have given somebody to, there, there should be somebody in charge to disburse that, that particular mm -hmm. fund for mm -hmm. that particular thing. Mm -hmm. So do you think that these people, is it because these people don't complain? You know, there's nobody to complain to. There's nobody to report to. You know, maybe that way the INEC chairman would know of this, you know, and make corrections, make amendments. I don't know if you get so, my question. So, like, if if you're to, if you're to, like, for example, let's say you're, you're going to your club member and you're to preside over a polling unit election. Yes. So you go through a training yes. for almost two weeks, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't know what you're going to meet at the at the war center, hmm. right? Yes. So when you when you get there, probably like around five p.m. in the evening, mm -hmm. it is too late to say you want to agitate. Maybe you are staying in the solo. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The the INEC um, headquarters is in Yaba. Mm. So where do you say that you're going back to? to or you're saying who do you want to complain? Who now you know say that? take up the complaints at that moment. So that, that means because INEC did not make provisions so for they complaints, did not, even no, no, online. No, they, I, I feel like, I feel like, okay, to address such, you know, grievances or loopholes at that time, for me, it's, it is too late. We're talking about an ele election of one of the biggest, largest population in Africa and, you know, people are complaining the night before the mm. election. How do you want to address it? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like this podcast you're doing, you've planned about, you You had your script. Yes. It's almost probably two weeks, three weeks yes. before it takes, you know, takes cream. Time. So, so you cannot really address those in, in less than 24 hours. It's not <laughs> possible, except you want to lie to each other. So you want to reach out to people that will bring beds or people that will bring um, mats. Or so these are you, plans that so, they should but, have. But, but, so, but all of these are included in the logistics that help to have made the process you know, seamless for the for the you know adult staffs for people who want to vote. You know, I can excuse INEC in you know in terms of security, right? I can excuse INEC because INEC is not the one to provide the security. But in terms of the the in-house process, you know that yes. you budgeted for and that three over three hundred fifteen billion naira was given to you in less than four years, you cannot really account for you know. Cup members, you know, who are not even probably, you know, they are not from this state, right? Yes. They are not, and, and this is why I worry when people tell me that they want to you, you go and register for INEC, whatever. What are you subjecting yourself for? Hmm. However, one thing is prominent to them is they give them, I think, about twenty five to 30,000, I can't remember, for both elections, right? Mm. So to them is a lot. You know, except you now have something doing, or maybe you know you are you are above the normal you know club members. You so know, so if I said thirty thousand naira, so that's what they give them for, for, for both about yeah. something like that. So when you say you want to give them that money in two weeks, they opt in for it, right? And that's why you see that you know you have the huge supply of them across the country. Thank you, thank you so much for shedding light. You know, to this, this would help. You know. People, because people with questions with um, questions like, ah, why are these people coming late? Mm -hmm. Why are these people? Do you exactly. get this? This question answers, you know, this particular question. This answer rather answers this particular question. All right. So the next one I would like to ask is, um, you were there, right? Fine. Your I think your polling unit was peaceful. Was it? Not really. Okay. Mine was peaceful, right? Okay. We just voted. In fact, it was worse during um 
gubernatorials, okay. presidential, we were on a queue, a long queue. Hey, in Lagos? Yes, Surulere, to be precise. So okay. it was very peaceful. Not everywhere in Surulere. I'm talking about my polling units. Okay. I know of places around that, you know, they did not even have it that easy. But mine was. And um, I heard stories. I have friends now in the neighborhood and I know what happened in mm -hmm. their polling units mm -hmm. as well. The gubernatorials was even worse because people didn't really come out, right? Because they were already intimidated. We'll, we'll move into that real okay. quickly. But before that, I just want to ask, what was your experience, you know, um, at your polling so unit. if we talked about okay, my polling unit is around Oyajiran, Sabu, around Unilag area, you oh, know, okay. and all of those places are mm. cat characterized with students, you know, business people. And yes. All. So during the um, presidential elections, mm. until about two p.m., we didn't record or we didn't had any news of say that voters intimidation attacks mm. on violence in mm. fact there were people there were you know radio stations that called in across northern part of the country wanting to know the situation in lagos mm. and what i reported to them was that you know as, 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 as at the time as at, at the time, as at the time. Mm. so everything was peaceful and you know there was no such you know intimidations until about 3 p.m right mm. because the the voting was was supposed to stop by 2 30 mm. but the law provided that people who are on the queue before that time can still vote can right still vote. Mm. and be, between three to four five uh times that you know they're going to be collating and sorting the ballot which is you know apc labor party pdp and you know what have you so that is when you know i got a call that you know like there are series of intimidation even across Yaba, right? Mm. Um, Etiosa, right? Mm. Which is the like of Ikoyi, Victoria Island, and Ho. So, like, few spot of intimidations and harassment, you know, happen. For presidential or... For presidential mm. elections. But but I think what differentiates the presidential... They um, were, the people actually came out for in the presidential, presidential elections yes, when compared to, to, to gubernatorial elections. Mm. Because, I mean, a lot of people had this, you know, mind that, you know, we are going out there, you know. And our votes, you know, you would count and all right. of that. And and before before the election day, you know, there had been agitations of narrow issues, for scarcity that 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 had not happened in, in, in election process in Nigeria. That was mm. the first time it's gonna be happening. So people were really angry and they really came out and they believe that, you know, that policy came from the presidency and it has subjected their lives into agony right people had money could not take it so so that agitation was was there right and mm. we saw a new you know voting block of young people between you know 18 to you know 40 mm -hmm. right who came out right to say that that was their first time of yes, voting right yes many first so so that was their first time of voting and they came out and we really saw that in the result right so except few spots that we we, we saw right um, it, it, i think there were still few like uh, around ali Moshaw reported that you know ballot box snatching and in fact the one that happened in in um was a, a thug came in and poured black oil on ballot paper meaning so so that it no is, security. Okay, that is another problem, and and this is why I said I can excuse the Heineck because Heineck is not the one to provide the security. The only thing Heineck will do is to say that this is the number of the security personnel that we will need for these elections. 
are you assuring IGP and other security apparatus coming together and you know see how they can provide them the necessary? So that was that should be on the precedent, right? Who came out to tell Nigerians that you know? We even saw like a, a lot of armor tanks, you know, coming into Lagos. So we thought that it's going to be a very peaceful yes. process in, in, in almost, it's not going to, I'm not saying that we should give us 90, I mean, 90 to 100%. Yes. But if we can get 80%, 70%, it's even a easy pass mark, like is A, like 70 is exam. A, yes. So anybody who bring out the agitations of not liking the process, we can really say that to some extent, I mean, they so really delivered, right? as well. So they can always work on the gray areas and, you know, moving forward. Mm. So, but we saw a process where, like talks will come in, carry the balopor oil on the it is which which means it is when you guys can count the ballots. That is that where you have results. Your, you understand. Right. And you know why they do that? It is they know that once they disrupt a polling unit, right? Mm. They are not going to they're going to cancel going the, to whole cancel the whole of, of the polling hmm. unit. So they know where they do that is their opposition's area. Like hmm. the like of Etiosa, where they know that they are learning people, the like of Yaba, yes. students, Unilag, yes. right? That is where you will see people attacking, you know, ballots, polling units, people, intimidation, suppression. And that was what happened in the last, in, 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 in the presidential election. You know, one would think that since that happened, you know, during the presidential elections mm -hmm. that, you know, INEC, and INEC even, there was, there was more time Fine, I know that it was because of the court, you know, court had, they mm -hmm. had a court issue, right? Um, some parties had, you know, taken INEC, you know, to court and all of that. So INEC needed like an extra week, you know, so they moved the election from by one week. So people would not automatically believe that, you know, INEC would do everything possible to ensure that what happened during presidential, you know, doesn't happen again, you know, like you've learned from presidential, you know that, okay, this is how these people operated. Okay, this is how we can, you know, do better. But people are saying that that did not happen. Even gubernatorials was even worse, right? All right, so I have a friend, you know, and when he wanted to vote for gubernatorials and he brought out his phone, they, were, they just wanted to take pictures with his friends. He wanted to take pictures with his friends. All of a sudden, these thoughts thought that he wanted to record what they were doing. Wait, why are you scared of them recording what you are doing? That's my first question, but mm-mm. Since I wasn't there. So the next thing, they just came around. They grabbed his phone. They started beating him. They beat Shege and Bastard inside his body. Do you get so? And this and more, people really experienced so much, you know, during the, the gubernatorial election. So how would you rate the gubernatorial elections? Would you say it was better than the presidential or it was worse? How would you rate it? So, like, I think a lot the result that came out for the presidential election shocked a lot of political parties, right? So, that result that came out made them to come back to the drawing board mm. to say that, hey, we can't let this go, you mm. know? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of... We saw the pol Nigerian political struggle, I mean, map changing yes. colors, right? From NMPP Labour Party. Mm. We've never had that, right? Mm. Like, about seven political parties won elections, right? Mm. It has never happened in a long time. So it's made them go back to the drawing board to say that there are some areas that if we leave them to go and vote, we are likely to lose there, right? Mm. And this is why you saw a lot of intimidations in the gubernatorial election, especially in Lagos, um, Rivers, um, and Inugu, right? Mm. So they were prepared not to let go of the power and they saw that the only available tools, right, is just to intimidate people. 
because, I mean, don't let us just blab over this. If I have somebody who is going and are likely that they are going to be attacked, I will advise them not to go. What I witnessed on, on gubernatorial elections was, you know, some talks telling us not to record even with their their accredited you know tags yes, and all yes, of that. Yes, right? yes. So we moved from that polling unit to other polling units and we met a very young guy and a lady, right? Yes. I mean when you see them and you and this is why I tell people that the talks, the intimidation suppression that came that that, that happened in that election was planned. Right. Hmm. It was the same it was the same strategy across the polling unit. Which is once they notice you that you are a young voter, right? Mm. They are going to, they are not going to allow you to vote. They know or, who you are voting for. Or if you are if you belong to a particular tribe or if you look like you belong to I think I, I think the overall judgment, right? Mm. For all of these, which now, you know, incubated, you know, tribe, you know, other things is once they know you are a young person, they know who you are voting for, mm-hmm. right? They know you are tired, and you—that's you, your first time of coming to to the, to the ballot. So they, you are likely to be told. In fact, we saw it. I saw it telling them that, "Hey, what are you guys killing Shimbe? Mm-hmm. If you guys don't say want, they told them that won't want to vote." Right. So I think it's young. Aside from being young, yes. um, then if you belong, if you are Igbo in they know, Lagos, because they know them, they know them, they know them. It, it, these people stay together, yeah? They know their tribes. They know which not. They know who they are likely to vote for. And because some of them are evil, some of them are not Yoruba, some of them don't even look like Yoruba, you are likely not to be allowed to vote. So they, do, they don't even want to take a risk of a tribe. Like, once they know that you're a young voter... Yes. And you are likely to fool them otherwise, right? Um, you are likely not to be allowed. And this is but not this happened... Is inti- that, that was intimidation. So... so so this is not happen, you know, only in Lagos. It happens across board from observations that we have got. We got from, you know, the PDP did it, Labour Party did it. Everybody in their stronghold, right? Mm. Which is that you have to condemn it. It's not only that because it is happening against your political mm. party, you now feel like, oh, okay. But if know, it happens for right, you, don't talk about it. All of them did it. It just it was just a master of and and okay, the wars that happen that I saw was a tug holding a knife and was comfortably conversation having, you know, conversation with a police woman. Right? I, I mean, you was holding a knife mm. and they were having conversation as if nothing happened, as if, right? We yes. know they were talk. And there was a point that we wanted to be attacked and there was this, all this, they called them Egmo Adigbo, you know, that that's his baller. No, 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 no. You people should not touch this but they're doing their job. I had to tell the crew, guys, I think it's time to go which is, what about when we get to where they don't know me? Hey. Right? So what are we going to say? Is, is this better? So it is better to say that, I mean, you can't take your life ahead of the work. We are, you have done enough. Mm. You have the report on the mainland, right? If you can't, if you can reach out to other journalists to report to you, I think that was that was the that but was the major judging thing. Judging by the intimidation that happened that day, you know, and everything, the violence, the thuggery, tribal bigotry, and all of that that happened, you know, there were complaints and there were proof. We had proof, mm-hmm. right? Do you think they should have still announced the winner, you know, even with everything that was happening, the proof that you know we had on the internet? Do you think that they should still they should have still announced the winner? I think this anyhowness did not happen on the election day alone, right? There was you know, some crazy fact that we saw that a lot of people 
we saw before the elections that we did not react to, which is the CBN coming out to say that, you know, they are covering vote buying with the scarcity of NERA. What's the business of the CBN with elections? You have no business with, with election fraud. You have already established organization. I mean, um, you have EFCC, you have ICPC, you have the police, you have the military. So the anyhowness about how what the elections should look like started, started before, before the election. Elections. And we saw that... But do you think that what the CBN did, do you think it kind of curbed, you know, the... Um, buying, votes buying and all of that, do you think it curbed it a bit? Not entirely, right? Because we know that they still did what they wanted to do, right? But then, do you think it curbed it? It was, it's better than, you know, the last... But there were reports that people transfer money to talks now. So it was, so there, was, was there was, there was, there was, this what is why, okay, okay, now, I, 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 I mean, at the end of this election, about 22 million Nigerians voted, right? Mm. And we are about over 210, over 200 right? Million. So that means you are subjected about 180 million people to agony pains because it's you everybody want... everybody. So, so that's what I'm voters. saying. That's what I'm saying. Mm. What about people that didn't vote? Or what about people that are not even interested in the electoral process? What I'm saying is, the anyhowness before the election, but they lied to a lot of people that it was because of the vote buying, right? And a lot of other people thought that... But what okay, do you it was, think it is? It's just some sort of politicking, you know, things that happen between politicians. You think it's also favor a particular party or not? I mean, at the end of the day, and that's, that was why you see that all of them are aligning and fighting their cause themselves. I mean, they share the old notes to, to, their, to their blogs, right? These this people that we, we, we think that is going, going to have affected. Mm. I mean, shared money, old notes, because they already went to the Supreme Court and believed that they are going to win the election. And eventually, I mean, they won the, the suit. So which is now that the money they shared, people can still go on and spend it anyways. So yeah, I so don't want to be... They just, so they just that, that narrative that they sold to a lot of people. Just and in people fact, suffer. if you check my timeline, you'll see a lot of tweets that are made. I mean, talking about the, the policies that came in, mm. you know, before the elections. And now, so speaking, speaking about what you said, you said all parties did it, right? Mm -hmm. That um, majorly because if it doesn't happen... Um, if the thing doesn't favor your party, that's when people usually talk. So, um, Governor, your fire share, mm -hmm. your fire share, said something, and he, when they asked what he, he thought about the whole election, right? Currently, the INEC official, the INEC chairman, thinks that he had he conducted a free and fair elections, according to him. Your fire share to say that he thinks that this election was free and fair because, according to how all the parties, you know, played um, everything. He said, according to how all of them did, it was free and fair because none of them, you know, none of them had a clean, none of them can say they have a clean hand. All of them had one thing or the other, you know, to do. It's just that one was more or less. Do you get? So my own question now is, according to him, so the elections were, um, were free and fair. Would you say the same thing? Would you say that the elections were free and fair as well? So that, that would not now, be because... You know, because you, you also mentioned the fact that, you know, all parties, you know, they did the same thing. It's just that one did more than the other. So so for us to define fair, free we have fair. to... So free and fair, we have to now say that what it, what, what should the... the a fair, free and fair process should look, look like, like, right? Mm. I think that's where we can now come to terms that, okay, the election was free and fair. Oh, yeah. For, to me, I feel like it should be a sovereign process because it is democratic. Okay. Which is that I feel like going out to vote and I'm able to vote without any form of intimidation, intimidation suppression, or somebody abusing me, right? Mm. 
So that's how it should be. The question is, was it like that? It wasn't like that. So, so, so that that answers the question whether it was free, free and credible. However, on the other part of you know how they are conduct you know this election, we saw the the chairman of the umpire coming out to say that this is how we're going to conduct this election. This is the process. Nobody actually, I mean, they formulated the electoral law, right? Mm. It wasn't as if you went to meet them, Nigerian begged them for it. Mm. And the, the bill got passed, right? So when you say that, this is, and, and, and that's how you define integrity. Integrity is not just about looting or not looting money. Mm-hmm. Integrity is, I'm going to do this thing, yeah. and you got it done. So, so in time of the INEC, I cannot 100%, I mean, you cannot even say 50%. I next say that conducted the election like, he, he, I mean, he said, he, I mean, it was going to be, you know, you know, presented. Yeah. So we saw, we saw, we saw the result of the election still coming in. 11 days after, you know, elections were aired. You get so, It was frustrating. So, and INEC also said something. INEC chairman said something before the old election. He said any party agent that had any form of complaint, right, that they were going to address it before announcing the winners. But we did not see that happen. Remember when Dino Melaye was making complaints mm-hmm. and he had to even stage a walkout from, you know, the college, National Coalition Centre in yes, Abuja. Yes. You recall, he was making complaints. And what did the INEC chairman say? He said, go to court. Yeah, so I, what would you tell us one thing before election and you know after election you know during election it's another thing and and and, and, and I think it brings us to the to the planning process which is that you had a whole four years to plan for these things nobody that we're used to the cadre that we have always you know used nobody asked you for IRF mm. right mm. the IRF is just a platform for transparency yes for me to believe that okay the the vote that we cast you know that we cast in our polling units yes. is result things we, we see on, on, on the website. So we didn't see that happening, right? Yes. And I think that INEC realized along the line that they fucked up, right? That the results are not ready. The site is, was going through glitches and they could not handle it. And there is no way that results wasn't ready that you can project or you can show it to, to, to the old Nigerians. However, a lot of things that happened. We saw call members, presiding officer, uploading their selfie pictures. Or play sporty best. So, so <laughs> you know, so it begs the questions of the overall process, you know, how they coordinated it, right? Uh, um, does it meet the um, the questions you had, which is fair, uh, free, fair, free, fair, credible? I'll say no. Not, not, not the expectations that we, we had, you know, that we're going to experience. So speaking, that was one what we see. Speaking of courts now, since 1999, I th- except in, ah, I'm trying to remember the year. Since 1999, you know, they've always been taking INEC to court after elections. I, I'm trying to remember the particular, I think, except in 2015, yes. So all presidential elections have had some kind of court action. So what would, you know, what is the difference with this one? Do you think it's just the same thing? Or do you think, you know, um, Labour Party taking INEC to court and PDP and all of them taking INEC. Do you think it's going to affect any real change this time around? What do you believe? I in? think most of the political parties are now coming from many angles, you know, yes. which is to fight this. Yes. You know, and do you think they will win this time so, around? So it is that they, they be going to the court to argue facts, mm. not emotions, which course, is now the electoral, course. you know. So now, I mean, a lot of people are now arguing that. There is no law that states, you know, the election should be 
collected electronically. So INA can decide on which to use, you know, to collect the results, right? Which is now what we are now having is. You but know, they told us. Yes, they did. They did. Electronic. INA told us. I mean, the video is everywhere that IRF is going to be there. Do you get? In, the, but but it, it, it didn't actually state that it's going to be collated. Said that it stated that the 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 IRF it will be there for Nigerians to monitor the election in real time, in real time. But we, we saw elections by vote coming in eleven days after the. So I think it was very disappointing, right? It didn't speak well of the man, you know, who is claiming to be a professor, right? That mean I mean, this is the second time you are experiencing, you know, this kind of shabby process. You did that in, in in 2019 that you you postponed an election in night, and they almost postponed this so, one. So, so. They actually almost in postponed night, this election. In night, in night, and they, I remember that they asked him, Do, "Are you sure that this election you is sure? not going to be?" You no. know, he said no. So I feel like it is becoming. You see, when you are seeing a trait in person, you are not likely to trust them over time again. So, so but do you think that um, Labour Party PDP? Do you think they will win this case against INEC and you know? And APC. I mean, that is that is left to to to. But do you think? To, oh wait, l l let me ask this argue. question. Have you? Because I I know I was asking people, have you come to terms with the fact that Tinubu is the new president, or you think that, you know, maybe Atiku or Peter Obi would win, you know, their courts um, the court case against mm -hmm. INEC, and you know anything can happen. I've glanced yes. through like but a few of. Do you think it's possible? So it is my belief that you know saying those things, they are now arguing from the point of, you know, running another elections, right? Not really the results, we run, you know, whatever. We should just keep the 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 finger crossed. Anything can happen, you know. Anything can happen, you know, before May twenty ninth, of course. Well uh, a lot of people are still open. We just keep our finger crossed. Mm. But I, I believe that looking to how Nigerian, I mean, political structure is over time. You are not likely to see a result going otherwise if you have too much candidate on the ballot. You know, we had Kwakwaso, we had Obi, Obi we, we had, had Ashwaju, you know. So you can see that they share the votes and it has really messed a lot of things up. So now, even if they want to argue from the fact the council votes where votes are cancelled is even more than you know where votes are not you know cancelled. Okay. So you cannot you, uh, justify you know spot of violence intimidations to cancel the overall results. But but we but we have proof. That's what There's I'm saying. Proof online. That's that's there for court to justify, right? Okay, Which for is court to it's justify. not even about the proof online. They might not be genuine, so they have to do for instance analysis of where this you know, voltages, you know, coming from. So they have to judge over 100. What is, what is the percentage available? Mm. What are the intimidations that cannot affect the overall result? So the question about if anything will come out of this court case, we do not know. And like he rightly said, you know, fingers crossed, but whether um, they take him to court or not, currently, um, Bola Ahmed Tinumbo, popularly known as Ashiwaju, popularly known as City Boy, you know, is <laughs> <laughs> currently the president-elect and until proven otherwise, he's still. But then, you know, as events unfold, we'll get to know. And for the question about if these elections were credible, if the, if it was a free, fair, you know, incredible elections, the, it's quite obvious it wasn't, it wasn't, there were 
cases of violence, there were cases of intimidation, you know, um, ballot boxes were stolen or, you know, we saw ballot boxes in, in gutters, in, you know, he, he gave us an instance where thugs came to pour black ink on, you know, all of this happened during these elections. And we, because of that, nobody, you know, can say that it was free, fair and credible. So that, that's what I think. Do you have any final words? So I, I think Nigerian people in the entire voting bloc should be more aware, mm. right? They should know their rights and democracy is a developing process, right? In 2020, we saw Trump saying that the election wasn't fair in, in the United States, where we got this from. So I think we we'll still develop, we we'll still try to figure out the rules. The, 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 the we, we develop over time. And it is my belief that, you know, Nigeria will survive at the end of the day. At the end of the day, fingers crossed as well. <laughs> All right, so you know that on the Spills and Thrills podcast, we talk about everything lifestyle from relationships to friendships to family to societal issues. And this is officially, or this was officially our very first episode on, you know, societal issues. And we, mm -hmm. we had a good time. All right, so I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to more um, episodes on, you know, societal issues as well. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank I you. So where can we, enough. where can, thank you so much for this. Where can we, you know, find you online? Um, as Bola Jabata across all digital platforms, Twitter, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Much available on Twitter. I tweet a lot. Okay, amazing. All right, so my name is Koisala Olukoya. I'm a media presenter for both TV, radio shows. Um, I'm the host and content creator of the Spills and Thrills podcast. Please don't forget to follow us on social media on our social media platforms on Instagram, on TikTok at Spills and Thrills Pod. Whenever you listen to this episode, do not forget to you know take a screenshot or record and tag us on your social media accounts on your stories. We'll be sure to, you know, to repost the stories. So thank you very much for listening. Do not forget to refer our podcast to your friends if you did enjoy this episode. I'll see you in the next video. Bye. Tell them bye now. Bye.